Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly. Welcome to episode 25 of The Flock, the show where we talk about everything from video games to movies to news to sauce. I'm your host, Dewey, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Just Bob. No Coleman today. Coleman finally broke. Uh, after many episodes and hours of us belittling him, he finally cracked. <laughs> but we're gonna pour one out for him. What are we? What is this? What'd you bring us? This is a Mati Healthy Energy. Okay, citrus drink. No, no. Uh, it's 100% juice. Sick. I love juice. Is there any energy in it? Yep. Healthy energy. Yeah. It says it on the package. So it's got to be true. So yeah, uh, Coleman's out of town, so unfortunately, um, we're going to not be able to still, we still can't talk about Sonic, I'm sorry, um, just feel like he would, it would get back to him and he wouldn't be very happy about it, so last time Bob wasn't on the podcast and I was able to do whatever I want, but now I guess we have, <laughs> we have standards. <laughs> Bob actually was recording the podcast at that time. And was just in the room listening to me talk about Sonic. So you all who listened to that episode are not alone. Bob, is sauce a food? No, condiment. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. But a lot of people are saying sauce is a food, which technically I guess it is. It's the same as like, a, is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Yeah, but you don't... You don't go to the fucking football stands or wherever you go and say, hey, can you bring me some, uh, can you bring me a sandwich? And they bring you a hot dog, you know? Well, yeah, also you don't order, you can't order sauce. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, if you, if you're like, hey, can I, uh, wh- what type of food do you have on the menu? The, oh, we have a, a marinara, uh, we got a barbecue. We got a barbecue. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't make, that still doesn't make the sense. The sauce doesn't. Yeah. Um, I think it's wet spice, wet seasoning. Yeah, like wet, because putting it on food, you it is food technically, but it's like the same. It's like so not a food. Yeah. It's a condiment. You can't eat it by itself. I mean, you yeah, you, you can eat almost anything by itself, right, but it's right. not gonna be good. You wouldn't choose to eat it by by itself. This drink is very interesting. It's not good. <laughs> It tastes like, I don't know what it tastes like. It's it tastes kind of like a lime that's just at the bottom of some water. It's like a, it's like eating a dry orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say it's like, it's like orange or, I don't know. I'm gonna drink it because it's natural, you know. Yeah, no, it's, I know that was your mo. So I, I'm sure yeah, to get it. I'm always looking for natural stuff. Um, so it's actually I ran a poll and and I think uh, wet spice won. Oh, this was a poll. This I, was on my personal Twitter. Okay. Um, I don't I don't see any of these things. So. It's fine. I would have voted. Let's see. I put because I was interested. I think they did a talk on this on a uh, Waypoint Radio, which is Vice's gaming podcast. But it was like when it wasn't there on their actual podcast. This was on their their warm up podcast i don't know sauce of food 17 percent said no 22 percent said yes seven said it's soup <laughs> and 50 54 said it's wet spice which hey, i agree with let me get some of that barbecue soup over here on my ribs 
I mean, you wouldn't call ketchup is basically sauce. I'd like a big bowl of tartar soup. (laughs) And you wouldn't eat ketchup by itself. Yeah, you could eat fucking marinara by itself. Marinara. As the Italians call it. Yes. As it's known in Italy. All right. So what's up? You played any games? Uh, I played... Actually, you know what? We talked about it last time. Uh, I beat Ratchet and Clank. Platinumed it. Platinumed it. Uh, that, a few nights after. Okay. Um, and it's it's very, very fun after you beat it. Because after you beat the game, you unlock challenge mode. And in challenge mode, it, it's supposed to be harder um, but I didn't see it being any harder than the original game other than like enemies take maybe one or two more hits to die. So it's kind of like a new game plus? It's a new game plus, but you also carry over all your weapons and their upgrades. Nice. And um, you also unlock this uh, like bolt multiplier. So if you get like a, a certain amount of um, certain amount of kills in succession yeah you get like a bolt multiplier and bolts are what you collect when you kill someone or kill an enemy to so like an xp equivalent or it's like kind of it's, it's more of like, it's a currency okay. and you use that currency to buy weapons so once you so you level up all your guns to five and then you can buy an upgrade for all your weapons to level them up to 10 and the uh and the challenge mode ah. but the thing is is when you play challenge mode and when you play the original game you can play it on any difficulty so you can play it on beginner. You can play, play it on casual, normal, or hard. And when I first started playing the game, I was playing it on hard, just assuming there is an achievement to beat it on hard. There's yeah. no achievement to beat it on hard. So at the <laughs> end of the game, after it was, it's pretty. It's like not hard, but it's definitely like you have to be like thinking about shit when you're playing. If you're playing on hard, yeah. And halfway through the game, or like at, straight up near the end of the game, I was like, oh, I don't even need to be on hard. So I turned it on to easy, breeze through it. <laughs> get on challenge mode still stay on easy and although it was super easy it was way more fun after unlocking all the guns because i didn't mention this in the original when we were talking about it before but the main thing about this game is the guns so you obviously have your normal blaster you know typical sci-fi kind of like shooty shooty gun right then you kind of get cooler guns where like it's it's like a rocket launcher that locks onto people uh and then you get like crazier guns where there's like one called the Sheepinator where you literally just turn your enemy enemies into sheep. Nice. So it's like all <laughs> there's a bunch of wacky guns like that. There's like one where it shoots razor blades and they bounce all over the place. Okay. So it's like almost like a Borderlands kind of territory. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So sick. but and there's there's a there's a, a good bunch of them. There's one where you throw a grenade and a bunch of like little robots come out and they like attack someone and they blow up suicide bombers style. Ah. There's like there's a bunch, but the cool part is is when you unlock bolts uh to like level them up, you also there's also this other currency that's called rare obtainium. Okay. Which lev- like you use that to level up your actual guns. And once you um, level them up in certain ways. You can get like more ammo. They can do more bolt damage, or like uh, a good example is like through the sheepinator. Once you level it up to level five, and you get on the unlocks for it, when you shoot someone, they turn into a black ram, and then 
instead of just being a passive sheep, they like attack other enemies and stuff oh. like that. So, so like, and like the grenade does more damage, but then also if you unlock a certain a part of this tree, then it explodes and more grenades come out. And so by the end of the game, it's like a breeze to like walk through even yeah. on challenge mode. Even if it was on hard mode, I would have no problem. And it actually like, all the guns are like really cool. And, and, um, so it spices it up a little. It's not just like you're OP all the time. It's like, you're, there's like different things that kind of open yeah. up. And and at one point I was grinding one of the weapons just because I had never used it. And I was like, I have to fucking unlock everything and get it upgraded all the way so I could like get my platinum. About two o'clock in the morning I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also um there's also a specific gun uh that's like in the same vein of the sheepinator. It's super OP, but once you like level it up all the way. It takes down like the the first bo- like all the bosses like in seconds, but the whole time it, it it's like it's called the Rhino, and you have to get different cards that are like hidden throughout the game to like get all the pieces together, bring them to this guy, and he builds you this Rhino gun. Okay, and um, while you're shooting it, it has like ten thousand. Once you level it up on the way, it has like ten thousand ammo, and it's just like it's like a machine gun. <laughs> but the whole time you're holding on the trigger, it's like playing like da 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 and then when you take your like finger off the trigger it stops but it plays like this like orchestral like super cool music so it makes it really fun um there's a bunch of different guns in that game but i found i found it not like so much as like a challenge or like i was like oh i have to platinum this by the end of the game i was like just having fun just running around yeah. just with all these fucking crazy weapons that's cool so. and does is it's not the kind of thing where like you find a weapon you like and you just use it forever. It's like see the thing is is once I had the the normal blaster, yeah. I wanted to use that all the time. But going for that platinum and needing to level up all the other guns, okay, okay. I started using other ones. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like this. There's one that's called Mister Zircon, which you just summon a robot to hang out with you, and he <laughs> shoots people with you. And the whole time he's with you, he's like Mister Zircon wants to kill. And he like, <laughs> and then once you level him up, he gets like uh it turns to Zircon Jr. So you have Mr. Zircon on your right and Zircon Jr. on your left. And he's like, my one to kill. It's like just a little Zircon. It's actually really, really funny. And they like say like famous movie lines. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but like there's a bunch of like nods to like movie line, like one liners that he says all the time. (laughs) Shit like that. (laughs) That's cool. But yeah, it's pretty fun going back through it and actually platinuming it. And, um, Turning it down just made it like fun and not like a hassle or like yeah. a chore. Like I was basically making the game. And now you got a trophy. And now I got a fucking platinum trophy. That means nothing to anyone except for me. <laughs> what have you been playing? I purchased Pokemon Crystal on the DS store. Pokemon who? Crystal. Okay. Oh Sec- yeah, you said you're going second to- generation. How far are you? Uh, almost to the first gym. I'd probably put an hour into it, okay. hour or two, just passively free time playing it. But it's the exact game that I was looking for. When I jumped into Moon, that was a little too much like new stuff, like kind of overwhelming, a lot of new Pokemon. But Crystal, it's second generation, so there's new Pokemon, new mechanics, but it's still has the same feel and vibe of first generation. Yeah. So it's like I I was looking for like that kind of nostalgic like first generation red and blue kind of playthrough. Yeah. And this is basically that but 
new environments and new Pokemon and new mechanics stuff like that. So it's it's just what I was looking for. Yeah. And I'm going on a flight on Friday, so plenty of time to play it. Hell yeah. <clears throat> it's it's like I, I think it's really hard. I always go back and forth between which one I like more. But I think if I had to like choose between like which one I was going to play right now, it would probably between this of any between, generation. Yeah, okay. it'd probably be t- between well, because I've played the first generation so much. Yeah, and you know, I guess we could cheat, and I could play like Pokemon Red, right? Or or no, not not Pokemon. I mean, red, Fire Red or right, Leaf right, Green, right. the reboots. But going through. And and you can do that in those games, but I think going through the second generation and then being like, as a kid, being like, oh, I guess we're done, and then being like, oh shit, now I have to go back and do the first generation again. Yeah, that's really tight. I think you do that in Fire Red. I believe you do the same thing where you complete the first gen and then you go to the second. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know in this that generation in the second with like silver, gold. And crystal. Mm-hmm. You, once you beat the second generation, everything uh, like gems, and then I think they have their own like elite four. I forget what it's called, but it's like a certain uh, like the end of the road where you have to fight a bunch of people. Yeah, and it's some tournament style. That I think I would sit down and play those before I played the originals, even though I had more time with the originals. Right, and they've they've updated them so there's like internet trading and battling you don't oh have yeah to, yeah yeah there's no like link cable stuff with yeah the 3ds so that's sick yeah it's really awesome because i can see them like supporting or like even like supporting the game in a way of putting it out yeah but then like i feel like any other company would be like well we just ported the game uh the options there in the menu but like probably when you click it nothing it's happens. like yeah nothing happens right. that's really sick that they're supporting it to that point and they I- also had the I mean, just straight up red and blue in the DS store. So I'm sure that's got the same yeah. upgrades. And I'm pretty sure the way that uh, Pokemon works now is you can buy uh, like save slots sort of kind of thing for like your Pokemon to save them in like not just your DS, but like online in like a cloud almost. Is that what the bank is? I th- Yeah. Okay. And so instead of putting them in the PC, you can save your Pokemon um, and then you can transport them like the same way across generations. Right, right. Um, Which is, I'm, that's a really cool option. Yeah. If, if, if I'm wrong, someone correct me, but I'm sure no one's like an avid Pokemon <laughs> player who's like, um, actually, you can't. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's how the Pokemon bank works. Um, and then I think you can also use that to trade over to like the fighting games with. Yeah, maybe. I that's That was my understanding was you... It, you kind of save them to this cloud and then like any Pokemon game you can pull them from. So I think like the stadium DS oh, or whatever, I think you can may- play them in yeah. those. Well, I thought you meant the not the Pokemon fighting game, but the... Uh, the Pokemon? Yeah, I thought you were talking no, no, about no, the Pokemon no, no. tournament. But like, yeah, maybe... Um, I might be it called? I don't know about that. But if... I mean, honestly, if you could do it in the original games with the, the N64 and... The GameCube, you could take the link cable or the like the little connector mm-hmm. thing, whatever it's called, yeah. and do it that way. I don't see why they wouldn't support it still. Right. I didn't even know that they had those games available for DS. I was looking through because I was like seeing what was in there. Yeah. And first showed up was gold and silver. And I was like, all right, kind of cool. 
and it's all the DS store is garbage. Yeah. So it's hard to navigate in the first place. So I searched for Pokemon, and of course that gives you hundreds of like Pokemon pinball, Pikachu's hide and seek, like all these yeah. dumb little kid games. And then like somewhere like pages and pages and pages in, I found like crystal, red, blue, yellow, like Yeah. I remember them coming out a while. I think that's what one of the voicemails from last week was yeah. about. Um but I totally like did not know that they could even like support that on the DS. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Gives me a reason to pull the DS out. True. Sometimes I wish I didn't sell mine, but also like I have so many games to play on the Switch. Which I have been playing Mario plus Rabbids again. How was that? It's really fucking nice. Um, I'm going back and because the I'm at a part where it's just like ridiculously hard. Um I, yeah. I know nothing about this game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> give me give me an elevator. Okay, push. so I don't I don't know what I know what Rabbids is yeah. from like the posters in it's, GameStop, but I don't know. It's basically okay, so the plot of the game is to sum it up, uh rat the Rabbids world and the Mario world got like like shifted together in a way where who framed Roger Rabbit yeah just like that no (laughs) it's like there's Rabbids versions of uh, like Mario there's a Rabbid Peach there's a Rabbid Luigi and there's like a Rabbid Yoshi uh, yeah Yoshi I think Um, so there's Rabbid versions of everything but most of the time um, you're going around and fighting normal Rabbids that are just like weirdo kind that weirdos that kind of have a Mario twist to them, like like uh, boss wise. There's like a boss who's like a giant uh flower, f- f- fire flower. Okay. I forget, piranha plant. I forget the name of the actual. I'm sorry. I'm not. I need to brush up on my Mario lore. But um, it's a turn based uh like tactic game. Okay. So it's like Mar. You have like Mario has a a gun. Is it other teams? Like, yeah. It's okay. it's it's you. You the th- you have uh you always have to have Mario as your leader, which is kind of annoying. Okay. But you have Mario, and then you have two other characters. One can be like a Luigi or Peach, and then one can and one has to be a rabid version of one of the characters. So you okay. always have to have a rabid and a normal character. Um. But it's just like XCOM, but Mario. Interesting. And it's pretty cool because you have. Um, your normal like movement shots. Uh, Luigi's a sniper, and his sniper is actually modeled after the uh, vacuum from um, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, so it's okay. like a really long. He's a sniper, and then they <laughs> also have like uh, everyone has like special secondary weapons. Like Mario has a hammer. Um, what is it? Uh, Luigi has like a tank thing that he like sits out and it's like a big explosion. Okay. Uh, Peach has a shotgun for her main weapon and then a grenade for her secondary. It's like a rubber ducky that explodes. And then like all the rabbits have like different weapons kind of like that in that vein. But um, the, the way combat works is the normal like move, shoot, uh, or you can use like, um, what is it called? A special, like a special where like you shield yourself or you shield people around you or you okay. shield people around right, you. Right, or right. Mario's is that uh, 
whenever an enemy moves, whether it be like you caught them on fire and they're running around on fire or you shoot them and they bounce because there's a bouncing effect you can attach to your guns okay. or um, the next turn as just as they're moving as their normal movement, he like ducks out and shoots them as a reaction to them moving. Gotcha. So it's gotcha. like very strategic in that way. Um, but the, the movement in general is also really cool because you can slide to get a little extra damage on people. Like you run up, slide, hit them and then like keep running. And, uh, the, uh, uh, some characters on the opposite team, but all your characters can also run up, uh, jump on one of your characters, like the way Mario would like jump, you know, as Mario does jump, um, and then jump off of them to gain more, uh, like ground so like you can run as far as you can and as long as there's um a character in that last square that you're running to you can jump on them and go even farther or even like jump on them and then go up to like a higher point of view and then get the advantage of like attacking someone from above so there's like a it's probably easier and better explained with like something behind it like looking at it but it's just like an XCOM, but like very mario-fied and what's our what's our objective like just kill enemies in a certain amount of turns yeah. or there's there's a few there's like kill this many enemies uh get like there's a few missions where you have to escort toad which okay. are the fucking worst <laughs> you have to escort toad to like a certain part of like the end of the level there's somewhere enemies keep coming and you just have to get at least one of your party members over a line to like get to like y- y- instead of like escorting toad to a certain part of the map at the end of the map you have to get one of your characters at the end of the map okay um but i'm having a lot of fun with it because going i, back I didn't to, even know it was this kind of game yeah so dude, that sounds it, like something uh, I, like. I mean it sounds crazy but it's super super fun and yeah. like once you complete a world you can go back and do like challenges which aren't terribly hard and i'm that's what i'm mainly doing is going back and doing all the challenges because i'm like I think I'm 77% and it tells you when you load up your game it says you're set like how far you are in the normal game how far you are in the challenges and then how many items have you found so like there's stuff you collect um it doesn't really matter what it's just like pieces of art you can look yeah. in a museum or like new weapons and stuff like that but you do that through just exploring the overworld which is very linear and there's like a few like environmental puzzles is that turn-based also no that's all that's all just like yeah it's like i have to get to this area but i have to move all these blocks in a certain way or i have to move these mirrors so they shine the light into a different tube like like most games would do in that okay just environmental puzzles which are pretty pretty easy so it's kind of like free world and then when you get into a battle it's turn-based yeah you cross the line and then it's like turn-based like XCOM. Cool. Um, but I'm having a little fun because after you go through one level, like one world, I should say, which is up to upwards to like ten sections, which can be one to like three battles. Yeah. You unlock, uh, like the like I said, the special stages, and then there's just like you only have one turn to destroy all to to kill all these people. You only have one turn to get to here, or like you have three turns, you have to kill all these people and stuff like that. Um. And I'm just enjoying that at night before I go to bed, just like chilling in bed, playing some XCOM Mario versus Rabbids. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's I, I've been playing I, in the, over the last week. I've probably put like ten or fifteen hours into Into the Breach. Yeah, and it's that's a very addicting game. Yeah, play. it's I, just it's the same thing, dude. Those games are so fun. I'm still so bad at it. Yeah, but it's like 
I just want to like, because with Into the Breach, when you, there's no like, if you fail a mission, you don't just start the mission over. You start the entire game over. Yeah. So it's like, I can't get past like, there's like, I think four or five like islands, which are kind of like your levels. And then yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. goes on from there. And I can't get past the second one. Yeah, it's like permadeath. Yeah, it's just. Dude, if you want to play uh, turn-based tactical for babies, yeah, should pick up this game. It's okay. really fucking Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. I, I, I probably will. Um, I, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm in like the fire world. I don't know how far I'm in, but it says like I'm 77% through the entire game. Uh-huh. And damn, that shit is hard. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, I like beat. It's like. It took me a while, and then like I finally was like, okay, because normally I have the same setup. I have like you have to have Mario, yeah, and then I use Rabid Peach because she has a good heal, uh huh, and then I use like so you kind of have like designated, yeah, spot. or or okay. I I use uh, uh Rabid Peach and then I use uh Luigi, but Luigi's so weak that like it only takes like two hits for him to die. And do they get upgrades at all? Yeah, like you okay. you get like when you complete stuff, you get like orbs that you can use to a tree to like okay. either upgrade how many times they can uh, slide tackle, which is like the movement thing that you yeah. can hit people. Uh, you upgrade their health. You upgrade how much they can move, all that type of stuff. But it's like, Mar- uh, Luigi has such a good like distance with his sniper. This is so fucking weird to say. <laughs> Luigi sniper. But It's also weird to think of them like having guns. Yeah. But, um, but, is so weak that like it only takes two hits and and you if if you beat the game it's it's really weird because you can get a hash like a quote-unquote perfect score Mm -hmm. by just having all your characters alive and beating it within the turns that it tells you to beat it in so you can you can have like them super weak and it'll still be like perfect because you have them all alive but as soon as like one of them goes down i'm like god damn it i gotta like either (sighs) heal them or like it, it depending on the what level I'm on, maybe I have to do another battle before I get a full heal before I get to like the next like chunk because there's like they break it up into like one dash whatever. So like I can be on one dash two, but there's like three levels within that. Okay. There's like three like things to run through. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So it can like kind of like. I don't know. Like it, 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 you have to like think of the long term sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes you have to like be like fuck okay i'll just start over and, and thankfully it's it's literally just like restart the matches like stop pauses for a second and goes back and then you start over and like but i i finally like uh beat this one level i was on for a while because i just kept throwing like luigi into there every time <laughs> and i was like okay i'll just switch it up and then i figured out i was like oh i should just you have to like change up your party sometimes to do different things yeah as it's funny that i'm like going super into this because it's literally just like the last like hour or so before I go to bed, I play it, but I'm having a lot of fun with it and revisiting it. And like, eventually I'm going to like 100% it, but like it's getting to the point where it's like after I 100% it, they have DLC where you unlock Donkey Kong and then like maybe another rabbit character. I don't know, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm even going to play that because it's like <laughs> already like so hard as it is, but there's uh, some of the bosses are really, really good. I don't want to like spoil some of them, but uh-huh. like there's one that's like, this like rabid who's the whole time you're fighting them singing in opera just dissing mario <laughs> it's really fucking funny it's like actually ubisoft did a really good job with this game ubisoft made it yeah interesting that's that, that's why that's, like they, they made rabbits yeah okay is and, that what rabbits is turn-based 
No, Rabbids is like I don't even know what Rabbids is honestly. I've never, I've I never think played I remember, it. I think I remember it being like an arcade sh- like shooter, like like uh. In my mind, it's like Pikmin, but with rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't I think that's what don't it is. Know. I remember seeing it as like a bunch of mini games. I think for the okay, Wii. okay, like Super Monkey Ball style, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, I couldn't tell you. But I think, um, what I kind of like see it as is when the Wii U was kind of like going to shit. Uh, Ubisoft kind of stayed behind Nintendo and through like thick and thin you, Nintendo and Ubisoft have always had like a really good like relationship yeah so I'm thinking like they were just like well you guys have been here for us for a long time so we're gonna lend you our fucking greatest <laughs> Jesus I like yeah. our Jesus plumber IP <laughs> for you to do and and I remember I think it's like Shigeru Miyamoto even said like it, it has to be an original idea and it has to be something that hasn't been done before right so they're like uh, okay because they don't lend out uh, that IP very often except no. for like Mario Party yeah Mario Party and then like Mario RPG maybe I don't which is an maybe e- but I think that's like that's where your mind would go to but they, even then they're like we can't do that because that's right. already been a thing so they're like term based tactical shooter <laughs> and somehow it fucking works and it's really good yeah i gotta pick this up yeah i think it's on sale i think it went down. it came out like this time last year maybe if like november last year so it's definitely gone down in yeah. price i think i picked it up on like a black friday sale so when i bought my ps4 i got three games with it call of duty world war Two, which i've been playing obviously <laughs> I haven't been playing it since Coleman left because it's just like not the same. With that I don't want to. Yeah, it's not the same with Coleman, and I don't want to. I just don't want to play multiplayer. Just don't want to scream in your yeah. house. By yourself. <laughs> it's literally just me here right now, so it'd be a lot of just like the neighbors calling the police. <laughs> uh, another call. I think Call of Duty uh, Infinite, which is a game that I will never even put into my PS4 because I just it's jetpack. Is packs. that the space one? Yeah, it's like okay. the stupid one. Nope. And then I got Fallout Four. Yeah. And I've started playing Fallout 4. (laughs) I don't know why. Just because it's... And it's stupid because I bought... Ratchet and Clank can be that, but I still bought... I have other games I could play. Yeah. But part of me is just like, all right, maybe... Just maybe there's a game here that I can (laughs) like, kind of. And I've just, and, and although I'm kind of like, I'm holding back the vomit, just going through the, like the motions of the, the first like starting parts, yeah. I'm, I'm like just taking it like one mission at a time and then setting it down and going out and doing something and coming back, do another mission that's in the main story. Cause I've played that main story. Like I've played the first like 40 hours of the main story or so. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's even left at this point like five times yeah i played it the first time and then something happened like my pc wasn't working so i stopped and then i went back and i played it and i beat it and then it's a surprisingly short story yeah and that and that's the thing is like it but i've also gone back and tried to like like it another like two or three times after that (laughs) and and so now going through it i'm just like oh this fucking story it's like i have to do some of it to progress but i'm just like Oh, I hate doing this. Whereas, like, if I went and played back at Fallout Three, I'd be like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I can beat yeah. the game in like a few hours, basically. But what is your what I'd is your fun your play style? Uh, right now it's a little bit of just run and gun. Okay. Um, with some stealth at the beginning, obviously. Okay. I, I, I 
but also um the thing is is like fallout 4 doesn't allow you to do this but in all the other games i would just boost my charisma and almost talk my way through everything yeah Yeah. because i just like it's just fun it's also cool to role play it's just like a slick ass like can talk your way out of anything right tell anyone what to do and they're like okay sure like but in this game it only like it only allows you to do it only allows charisma and talking your way to do things is like the bribe for more money right that's all i've really figured or be like ask a question that like not only do i already know the answer to because i've played it but that like i know is going to be revealed in like a few minutes of gameplay or like later right. on in like the the branching missions through that like group and i also got the impression that like i always try to play an evil character yeah which they don't that's i don't there's not a evil a good evil scale in four is there no there's there's no you i don't think there's a real karma system right yeah i I couldn't remember if there was no i mean if there is it's fucking not apparent at all it's like if you steal something just people start shooting you right um people you can like it's just like the reason I don't like the game is because of that is because sometimes I would like to be evil and even in like games like Fallout 3 where it was kind of like when you got different story elements out of being an evil character yeah, in and, and, and a lot of things were very black and white it was still better than like the way they go about it this way where it's like just clearly bad and good but like you can choose one or the other, but it's still going to lead you down the same path. Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I feel like a lot of, like, I normally play as a, I try to play as an evil character because it's more fun. And a lot of those speech checks, uh, even choosing, like, what would be, like, a an evil or bad answer. Yeah. Like, cause I've played through the storyline a few times. It still takes you to the same yeah, exactly. point in the conversation as if you had chosen the other option. So yeah. it just kind of seems like, why am I doing this? It's like, no, no, that's, I think we talked about this a long time ago, but I was like, there's like a yes, a yes, a no that leads to a yes in the next, because it'll be like, right. okay, but really, and then it'll go back yeah, and just yeah, get yeah. the same wheel, or a sarcastic yes. Right, exactly. And it's just like, so linear, and like, I understand what Bethesda was trying to do, but like, the voice protagonist, and like, I'm really happy I'm not the only one, because I've heard this so many times, that people just like, don't like that, they don't right. like the linear story, right. and how... I think I'm also playing it just to re get get familiar with the way it feels because obviously they're probably going to be using the same engine for 76. Right. So I'm trying to like re-familiarize with myself with that before I jump in, especially on PS4 because it is a little bit different and I wish I was playing on a mouse and keyboard <laughs> half the time because I'm like, <laughs> God, this sucks. Yeah, it, the shooting does not feel good. Um, but yeah, I've been playing that and just, it's all right, but it's just kind of is yeah. There's a it leaves a lot to be desired in right. terms of like the story and just like I already know the plot twist it, and there's just like no. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel yeah. like an RPG. It just feels no. like it has like elements of an RPG and it's like a very linear story. Obviously, but yeah. my first playthrough on that, I I beat it so quickly. And that's not like a brag. That's yeah. like no, it's a very short story. But well, what I was doing was every time I would meet an NPC, I would try to kill him. Yeah, like no matter who it was, I would yeah. just see if that was possible. Yeah, and I ended up killing like 
the people that I that I could kill that I ended up killing cut out such big chunks oh, yeah. of story that <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. bypassed so much shit and got straight to like those final set of missions like within like eight hours of playing. Yeah, because as like, soon as right, you well, meet as, as soon as you meet the Minutemen, yeah, which is like the first like fucking what hour? Yeah, you can kill the fucking leader of the Minutemen, right. and you can't, <laughs> and then they can't make you the leader so it's like oh there goes that right right right. and then right after that like when you're walking through you pick up the distress signal from the brotherhood right which you can go in and kill them and then yeah like yeah i just i i ended up having to play through it multiple times because i was like all right i need to get my money's worth out of this game and play a story that like fulfills some sort of like storytelling and not just like oh you killed everyone and and even in like new vegas when you killed people especially in different factions then the other factions or like if you killed a bunch of people from one faction they'd start coming after you so you'd like walk out of somewhere and they'd be like there he is get the fucker and then like it that that like even though it is a little bit more black and white at least you like that felt more like you had a decision and it did feel a little gray at times whereas this is just like nope like you're gonna either be good or bad but like two of the choices are basically good and then yeah. the other one's just like yeah destroy everything but it doesn't like make you feel like it doesn't feel like you're really and it doesn't even it doesn't even really like do anything for you it's either you can like say yes to continue with this or you say no and then have to eventually say yes to it to continue yeah exactly it. it's just yeah bad game not good yeah and the the base building stuff yeah not, <laughs> not fun apparently that's going to be a huge emphasis in 76 which like i don't even i don't like the mechanics of it i don't like the way it feels no no it feels bad on pc it was it was okay but especially on controller it was like fine on pc but yeah. like even then it, not being able to do that creator and like an overhead view and just doing it in like a third All first like, person uh, yeah walking Dude. around just like not good and like no I remember I was like I had this huge plan set out and then at like I was like finished building the walls of my base and it was like you're at capacity and I was like what the fuck (laughs) thankfully they have mods and stuff for that yeah that in PC you can pay you cannot pay for but I can't imagine playing it on console and using the creation club to like pay for like mods and stuff like that Um, I I remember putting a bunch of time in it like building up like a sweet like fortress in that starting town yeah and then afterwards, I was like, all right, well, no one's going to see this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, why am I doing this? Yeah. It's like, but, you can, I think there is a way you could share it with people, but like. Uh, it doesn't really affect much story stuff either. Like it kind of. Zero. Like, you can get more people in your town and then you can like have and shops yeah. will be better stocked. But like, you get to a point in that game where you don't really need to buy stuff anyway. Yeah, so I, I like never did. Like, I, exactly. I, I just go to the same guy every time and I just, because my charisma is high, I would just like get what I needed to do and like get the rest off of people's bodies. I don't know. It's interesting that you do the high charisma because I've, my playthroughs are always super high defense. Yeah. And then I just go no armor pistols only. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's the way I found that's like the most entertaining for me to play. Cause yeah. it's like those games you get overpowered so quickly that it is kind of like any, any, confrontation you get in it's just like automatically everyone's dead yeah exactly Keep moving on and it's like all right well this isn't really fun to play anymore yeah and and i've always played my first playthrough like 
speech through everything, mostly like assault rifles, sometimes laser, and then like to take out people. Yeah. But but in Fallout Three, I I played through it so many times that I was like, okay, I'm gonna do completely evil. I'm gonna yeah. only use bats or my fists <laughs> yeah. for this. And that was actually fun. Whereas I think about doing that through this game, and I'm just like, God, I have to like go through this fuck because because all the other games. I mean, yeah, you can walk out and just go and just explore and shit like that. But it something about it seems so much more restrictive, and maybe that's just me. But like, I don't know. I just liked New Vegas and uh, three more. I got a question. Also, yeah. do you do you ever use the power armor. Dude, I want to. But it looks like shit on my screen. You know what Does I'm talking it? about? Oh, Have you oh. used it for? Yeah. You know when you put it on and the it HUD? has like the HUD? Yeah. Dude, it doesn't look good. No. It's like it's distracting and like it's like, yeah, I'm not immersed. It's just like gross and I don't <laughs> like it. Yeah, um, I I always spend a lot of time like collecting all the pieces and like putting together each like T sixty T fifty like all of the yeah, yeah, different yeah. sets, and then I just never end up actually using. Yeah, them. and, and I'm, I remember when it first came out, there's already mods that were like, all right, this mod lets you like jump into it fast, like the animation oh, to jump in it is faster, okay. or like you just put it on immediately. I like I kind of like the it keeps you immersed when like you p- press it and then you like literally jump in and yeah. like walk into it. Just like takes five minutes to unscrew yeah, the back. Yeah, that was so fucking. St- and then like getting those cores and shit was kind of annoying. But now it's like I don't even want to deal with that. It's just like <laughs> another thing I need to do. I need to be like looking around for these cores so I can like get all the pieces. It's like part of me now playing it is just like I just want to beat the story and then I want to like go and like in between that uh, like you know look around. But for the main part, I just want to like get it over with so I yeah. can like experience the game and like go to more places that like aren't as familiar as like the first couple of areas. Right. In the main story at least. So maybe I'll keep playing that. I don't know how long I'm going to last. It's like the main reason I'm still playing it is because I know if I put it down, I'm going to come back to it and be like, whoa, what the hell am I doing? And then I'll have to be like, well, might as well start over again and then fucking (laughs) repeat the cycle. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Did you watch that movie? I did. Okay. Hey guys, we watched Eyes Wide Shut. Stanley Kubrick's final film. Oh, that would make sense why it's his final film. Yeah. I mean he I didn't he he died before it hit theaters, didn't he? Probably. It would make sense. Um Sounds like someone's got something to hide. <laughs> What'd you think of the movie? I really liked it. Mm-hmm. There was there was a lot of things, not a lot. There's a handful of things that I didn't like. Number one being, I thought Nicole Kidman was terrible in it. Yeah. Um, but and some of the other things are a little like a little janky feeling. But other than that, I thought it was good. It's very, very much a Kubrick movie. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? It was definitely Kubrick. Yeah. The way it was shot, um, all the like symbols and the shit. And yeah. did you watch any videos on it? Or I like, did. I watched anything? a few. Yeah, I definitely saw a few the first time going through. But I can I can honestly say the only reason I did is because I had heard that like oh this movie is uh, supposed to be like exposing the Illuminati or like the higher and that's echelon. why he died. Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. And we're like like the reason that. 
the daughter who's so young says that tells him what cloak to get is because she's a part of a child sex ring and shit like that and this is him saying that the higher echelon of politicians are all in the illuminati and are running sex rings pizza gate people open your eyes <laughs> shit like that um oh boy. but yeah it's a really fucking good movie yeah especially this just like that whole like mansion scene right I'll call it just that fucking music and that oh, also that? the the soundtrack for the entire movie just being that piano oh, dude, score that yes, repeats yes Bing. so good before it was used in every single fucking trailer right right that mansion that it's in a it's a castle in england is it yeah okay which is kind of crazy that yeah they, fucking shot that there right but yeah, it, it, it's it's cool. And going into every like Stanley Kubrick movie, I'm always like, I can't just watch it. I have to like look at everything, every single shot yeah, of every yeah. scene. And there is a lot of stuff in there. But overall, yeah, it's really fucking good. I yeah, I I'd, I'd never seen it before. I'd always seen the the poster in like movie rental places. Yeah, and thought like, oh, like I like Kubrick movies. I've just never like never been a big Tom Cruise fan. Yeah. But this, I mean, it's it's still Tom Cruise in his prime. Yeah, for sure. It's not it's not him weird Scientology. Dude, Tom the fu- Cruise. the fu- him walking down the street when he like fucking like takes off his gloves and he's like fucker. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, get him, Tom, get him, Bill. And it's just it's so the first like half hour of that movie is just solid. Like I am cringing watching it. Just yeah, because it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, like, every it's, scene. It's is like, just, dude. One of them is gonna fucking cheat on anyone who hasn't watched this movie. It's basically I'm trying to maybe I should just look up a like synopsis. I don't think it, it ruins it if it's in like uh the fucking back of the box kind of thing, right? I think honestly, going into it not knowing anything about it, I feel like is even worse because it just doesn't like. Yeah, the well, the only thing I know about it going into it was just like the the uh. Not the memes, but just like the when you see something in pop culture, yeah, so much that when you see it in its actual context, it seems a little weird. Oh yeah, for sure. I I kind of got that vibe from the from the mansion scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, other than that, I didn't really know anything else about the movie, and it was it it worked. I'll read you the little like back of the box after Bill Hartford's. Uh, Tom Cruise wife Alice Nicole Kidman admits to having sexual fantasies about a man she met Bill becomes obsessed with having a sexual encounter he discovers an underground sexual group or yeah sexual group and attends one of their meetings and quickly discovers that he is in over his head so that gives you like an idea of what the movie's about I guess kind of <laughs> I mean even that is, I mean it's it's misleading to a to a good extent yeah, I mean that description it like kind of sets you up, but there's definitely some some twists in it that. Yeah, and I don't know, man. There's it's just like the whole movie is just like, dude, what the fuck's gonna happen next? And even <laughs> though it starts off as like, it's, even though it does like, I guess considering how it ends and how the like the climax is and like how the like middle of it is at the beginning, it starts off kind of slow. Yeah, it is. It does start off at the same time. Like, damn the fuck is going on like what what yeah. is going on with all it, this it, shit it, it starts off slow but it's like that that kubrick slow where it's just like building the whole time yeah so when it finally like reaches that like the climax of the movie it like feels even more intense just because it's been like the slow build the entire mm-hmm. movie and 
obviously Stanley Kubrick hides a lot of things. A lot of people say that The Shining hides um, him confessing that he like taped the moon landing and like him <laughs> like talking about the Holocaust and like all this shit is like hidden within his like films. But uh, if you're interested, there are you sh- maybe maybe you should watch it before listening or watching people just like saying what they took from it or like what he's hiding in certain scenes and stuff like that. But it, it does have a lot to do with um, politicians being involved in Illuminati, child sex rings um, about like uh, marriage in general, obviously that's like on the surface, but there's a, there's a lot to the movie that like if, if any of this is piquing your interest or just like great, film in general like the way it's shot the way everything's delivered if that piques your interest you should definitely check this out yeah do not watch it on a plane or there's a lot of of nudity yeah there's a lot of nudity Um, the whole one scene i call it the mansion scene to not give away too much but just go ahead and say that uh they had to use cgi to to edit that a lot because it was going to get an nc-17 right really yeah damn I I was watching some videos on it and it was like a major sticking point was like Kubrick didn't want to budge on that. Yeah. But they were like, it's going to get an NC-17. Yeah. Like you have to edit and then this basically somehow. Be, yeah. Well, I'm I'm probably going to go see Ant-Man and Wasp. Okay. The Wasp uh, sometime this week and then I'll probably come back and talk about that because I have a movie pass now um, and I have heard that it's very whatever. Um but I still want to see it because it's just going to be... I, he- I heard it's like the dull um, kind of like in, in this like tier of... Um, or however they're phrasing it. Because like Marvel Marvel now has like... This is going to be the first set of movies released. This is going to be the second. They have it, they've had it planned out for like the next 10 years. Yeah. Um, but apparently this one is like the... I don't know quote-unquote dull one of like this i don't even know what they're calling it this set of films all oh, ant-man films no no i'm just saying like between like um oh like all, this... age of Ultron okay, and like okay, or whatever right. they're calling it like however this... they're rolling them out right, right and this right. like chunk this is the boring one Every three months, we get a new Marvel movie. Oh boy, and then a new Star Wars movie. Dude, after I think I think I think Star Wars is gonna have to be like, yo, maybe people don't want to see six films in like three years. But yeah, yeah. So I'll probably see that. Do you have any plans for this weekend? Um, no, I'm gonna be on a plane, so I'll probably watch Stanley Kubrick. I'll probably. <laughs> I'll watch Eyes Wide Shut. I'll watch Eyes Wide Shut <laughs> on a laptop, full volume. <laughs> Brightness all the way. <laughs> hey, is this too uh, bright? Oh, that's uh, that's breast. <laughs> Sorry. Don't mind me. Well, it looks like we're going to head into our... Voicemails. That's right. If you have a question, comment, correction, or just want to talk some fucking shit, you can... Call us at 804-286-0626 or 804-BUBUBUBUMMOMAN. Number one. Number one is going to be a call from our co-host who is out in beautiful, sunny Colorado. 
Hey, Flock Podcast. I'm calling from the scenic Sam's Club here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'm having a wonderful time on my vacation. I am doing lots of fun outdoorsy activities. I just went to the Royal Gorge today and yeah, I'm just having a really good time and standing out here by the protein powder section about to go into the bathroom and relieve myself because (laughs) we just stopped in here to use the bathroom and pick up something and we're driving back to Denver. I hope everyone's doing well and uh, I guess I'll see y'all when I get back. Bye. So we can assume he's not playing any fucking games. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Motherfucker. Piece of shit. Alright, we got another one. Let's go to number two. Oh, hello. Long time listener, first time caller. My name is Diane, and I was calling not just to compliment you guys on your excellent program, which is full of quality content, and you boys seem so nice, and not very many swears. But anyway, I was just calling because I love playing video games with my grandchildren. But the thing is that I prefer split-screen games so that we can spend the time together. Do you have any recommendations on these current platforms? Thank you very much. Okay, Grandma, we all know you that you're screen-looking, you piece of shit. <laughs> Not many swears my ass. I know that was a character, but that was really fucking good. Um, <clears throat> Wait, was that a character? The, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> Anyways... Um, what do you got? What was their name? Diane. Diane. Dude, I really don't know. Rocket League is uh, split true. screen. Um, I feel like human there's... fall flat. Human fall flat is split screen. Human fall flat. Flat. Uh, human <laughs> fall flat. Human fall flat is a great game. Yep. Uh, me and Coleman played through a few levels, and originally I was going to put it on my YouTube when I thought that was a good idea, and I had time to do that, which I don't have. Um. But it's a it's a physics based puzzler, three D puzzler, and you have to do a lot of the puzzles co- cooperatively. And um, that game is really fun, really funny, um, because the 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 characters that you play as walk around as like dr- basically big old drunk babies. Um, and if you're bored, just look up any footage of anyone playing Human Fall Flat. I think you can you can beat it um, and play the game without playing co-op yeah that's the the crazy thing is playing co-op doesn't change any of the puzzles yeah all of the puzzles are doable with one person yeah which blew my mind because some yeah. of them are hard as shit yeah um but playing it cooperatively uh it, it, it's sometimes faster sometimes a lot longer uh but it's definitely really really fun we, we were losing it over a lot just the way like you're your character moves is funny. Yeah. Like starting out and the way, and the way you have to like to climb up, you have to look like use your character to look up to the sky, raise up both your hands with your, your, your triggers, put your hands down and then like look down so that it creates them like pushing themselves up. And then you have to like, (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like watching a little kid get out of the pool. Yeah. And they're like on their stomach trying to get up. It's like basically like that, like getting over <laughs> anything. It's really, really funny. And there's home. a lot of, it's it glitches out a lot. Oh, so yeah. So you can definitely like, it makes for some funny like oh, situations dude. you get stuck in. Or like they'll be like your friend will be trying. Like I remember Coleman was like sitting in a uh, a garbage can. He was like, look, I got in here because he had like, like, it took him like four minutes to open up the lid and then another three to get in there and then i just go up to him and i grab it and i push him off the edge while he's in it and he's just like no don't stop stop and i just push him off the edge how far did you guys get i can't i don't even know i think we got to like the fourth world okay fifth world like i don't the, know how the long. boats and stuff i think we just got to okay. the boats because that's that's about as far as i got and it's those puzzles are insane yeah i'm sure just even thinking about ha- having to row the boat yeah um <laughs> But that that game is really fun. Um, it's not split screen, but Snipper Clips. These are all like Switch games because yeah. they're the only games I can think of. Um, Snipper Clips isn't split screen, but uh, it's kind. Of, it's like the same idea. Two like pieces of paper that you have to cut each other to like either fit into a puzzle or pop a balloon or like you have to like cut a hole so that you can hold a ball to carry it across and jump it into a hoop. And they get progressively harder. But that game's really, really fun. Okay. And that one's um, also partner approved. Uh, so if you want to play it with your significant other or friends or family and stuff like that, everyone always has a lot of fun with that. Yeah, um, Puyo Puyo. Puyo Puyo is also really good. Uh, there's a lot of t- fucking trying Switch to think games. Of, I'm trying to think of non-Switch games. I can't think of any. Um, I mean, you got like the Jackbox games. I don't know if that really counts. Yeah. Those are just... Those are multiplayer. Can't think of out of the box playing like Street Fighter with your grandson. Yeah, it's probably a little too, too much. Yeah, they probably wouldn't get it. <laughs> but yeah, there's a few. Um, maybe we can think of some more. If you have any uh, suggestions out there, people, split screen is slowly dying along with physical games and CDs. Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's dying. We only got yeah. So let us know. We're going now to number three. Hey, uh, hey, you guys. Uh, first time, long time. Um, I was just calling in uh, to ask a couple questions. This is uh, Anthony Francesco Butafuco, and uh, I'm the three names. You know, I, I run uh, Fazoli's Pub. I'm the chef. I'm a bartender. You know, I'm a server. I do, I do everything there. I, I, I run, I run. That <laughs> um, so I was calling to say, really, just to ask. Um, you know, I, I work a lot, so I was wondering what games you could you could give me. You could just give them to me. What what games I could play? They don't necessarily need other people to play with me. Maybe something I could play in my free time. I already play City Skyline. I don't want to play that stupid Costa game that you guys are talking about. Um, so, yeah, and I also just wanted to call and tell Dewey that uh, sauces are definitely food. Uh, it, it's food. It, it, you're putting food on your food. It's still food. You know, at the end of the day, you still got to, you, you know, a marinara is almost like gazpacho. It, it's tomatoes. You got food in there. Um, but, yeah, I was just calling to say I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Um, you know, everything is great, and uh, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. All right, thank you. And thank you, Anthony. Um, I, yeah, I feel like f- food is to sauce as sandwich is to hot dog. So technically, yeah, 
but I prefer wet spice. I mean, it, Anthony, if I may call him that, is basically saying pepper is food then. Yeah. I mean... Is a salt shaker food? <laughs> I guess it is. It's still... You can eat it. What's the definition of food? Let's look this up. What is Mary? And everyone's probably say? like, ha, 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 food? Why are they looking up the definition of food? But also it's like, you know, science... Yeah, we all eat food. Any nutritious substance that people or animals eat or drink or plants absorb in or order to Or plants absorb. <laughs> so water is food. <laughs> Where is your God now? Everything is food. Oh, shit. Water is food. I didn't even think about it. You know, I wanted to ask that question, but I was like, this is ridiculous. I guess water is food. <laughs> God, I'm real hungry. I could really go for some food. All right, why don't you drink your spit then? Um, That's food. <laughs> spit's food. Bacteria live in there. It's food. <laughs> That's right. Uh, spit is now food. So next time you're hungry, just open up your mouth and I'll spit in it. Um, I hate this. And uh, moving on to the actual good question. <laughs> This that wasn't even a question. That was just telling me what was up. Um, something that you can play in your free time. Uh, it really depends if you're working a lot. Um, buy a switch. <laughs> oh, bless you. Sorry. God bless you. Thank you. He supplies us with our delicious food every day. <laughs> Spit. That sneeze was food. That sneeze is food. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What isn't food? What is food? The bar stool is food. Okay. Uh, I would suggest downloading Sonic 2 for your iPhone if you have extra, I don't know, battery. If you have a battery pack on you. If you're always on a commute, uh, honestly, pick up a Switch. It's a, it's, I know that's $300, but... Wait, so what? what is his question exactly? He's asking for games... Like single player experience games, yeah. it's a it's a pretty big top, yeah like that's a open lot, in a, a topic, lot of but it's also like if you uh, assuming that they're busy because they're doing everything in this restaurant. Oh, that's right. I would assume that maybe uh, check the iOS store. Yeah, and although I I would it, and that's if you don't want to go well, in let's, on a let's switch. Let's face it, if they're working at Fazoli's, it's going to be the Android <laughs> store. <laughs> I assume they don't want to throw down 300 bucks on a switch but i mean a 2ds a 3ds they're all under 100 bucks i think they just put out a deal mario maker and a 2ds for like 80 bucks 70 bucks maybe that's not bad not bad at all and the ds has a huge library uh the ds and but when i say ds i mean 3ds but like that obviously it's backwards compatible. So you have the DS library, you have the 3DS library, depending on if you get a new 3DS, there's a few games in there. But like you got everything from puzzle games to uh, reboots. You you talked about Pokemon being available on the store. Yep. There's a bunch of like old uh, NES and SNES games that are available on the store. Um, so I would suggest buying one of those if you have like some extra cash because... That's honestly the best way to go. Um, other than that, I don't know. I would say check the iOS store and all the Sonic games are on there. So you can play Sonic if you wanted to because <laughs> Sonic's a really good game and you should st- 
Let's play. It's, all right, all it's right, a pretty right. good. Coleman's play. not here, so this is all the Sonic talk you yeah. get. There you go, guys. Play Sonic. Okay. That's going to be it for today. If you like this podcast, make sure to rate, leave a review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also, make sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, sauce lovers, Sonic lovers, split-screen grandmothers. Word of mouth is truly the best way of getting our name out there and helping this show grow. If you have any questions, comments, or corrections, feel free to email us at theflockpodcast.com. Or you can give us a call at 804-286-0626 or 804-BUMMO-MAN. You can also add us or DM us, slide into those DMs on Twitter at The Flock Podcast. For The Flock, I'm Dewey. I'm Bob. No Coleman. Thanks for flying with us. Depressive post-apocalyptic.